BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm very, very excited to have the AIW 2023 JT Lightning Tournament winner with us now. The one and only... Eric Taylor's here. Hello. Congratulations. How's it going, guys? Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me on. Oh, loves to have you. Uh, Jeremy, this this was uh, your ask and your book, so I'm giving you first question. Okay. Well, yes. Thank you for, for joining us today, Eric. I know it was a busy weekend for you, so right off the bat, just how was your overall weekend experience in winning the AIW JT Lightning Invitational? Um, better than I ever could have imagined. Um, something that you know, at this stage in my career, just coming off of a tag team run, um, I didn't think was going to be possible. And so being able to realize it this early on is, I couldn't even imagine it. So it's it's been very, very fun. Very good weekend. Okay, you beat Wes Barkley in the first round. Mm-hmm. And then Wes Barkley shows up on AEW, mm-hmm. uh, I believe the following night, he was on collision, he mm-hmm. was getting beat. So mm-hmm. you have a win over AEW star Wes Barkley is how I'm I'm taking that, right? 100%, 100%, as it should be. (laughs) Uh, So you face Wes Barkley, you you share the ring with Chavo Guerrero, you face Alec Price, who uh, a lot of people are high on, myself included, Uh, Mance Warner, another person Mm -hmm. who's been on AEW TV. Just being in the ring with with these guys in in a two-day span, like you're you're pretty, pretty young still in the business, just in a two day span sharing the ring with all this kind of talent, anything like you learned picked up, whether it was in the ring or backstage from them. Um, well, Chavo, Chavo is one of those guys that, I mean, his wrestling mind is just above everyone else, like tenfold. Um, and he was just doing some crazy stuff all weekend. Um, I mean, he, uh, a lot of times legends come in and they, you know, they kind of want to take it easy. They, they don't really want to do too much, which is understandable. Um, and Chapa was just open for everything. He was open ears. He was, uh, he was given ideas and, and all this stuff and, and he, he just couldn't have been uh, better. Um, so with that, I think it was, it was kind of humbling to know that, you know, people still care, even though they've been to the highest of highs and, you know, been to the biggest stages and they still care. Um, <clears throat> as far as, you know, what I learned, uh, I think that I, I, I really got the experience needed in a single setting. Um, like I said, I we just got off of this tag team run that I was on for the past four years, pretty much most of my career. So um, just being able to get more of that experience to, you know, be under the bright lights by myself um, was a just it, it was a great learning experience and it was just a great experience overall. I'm going to I'm going to read a tweet to you that I need some uh, some answers. Mm-hmm. 
I guess my dad bonded with Chavo Guerrero over Elvis, and my mom invited Paul London to our hot tub. Wild <laughs> So two questions. One, talk about the, the, the bonding over Elvis, because I didn't know Chavo was such an Elvis fan. And two, is Paul London your dad now? <laughs> I had, you know, I had it when I was kind of trying to prepare for this interview. I knew that that tweet was going to come up. Um, so I was prepared for this question. So, so Chavo was wearing a Elvis t-shirt. So Elvis has this symbol, which we have the Elvis thing right here, but um, he has a symbol. It's like TCB with a lightning bolt. Um, I don't know why that symbol is like his thing. I think it's some sort of group that he might've been a part of back in the day or something. I, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Um, but my dad has it on his saddlebag on his motorcycle. And so I noticed it, that he was wearing it earlier. And I was like, Oh, like he's an Elvis fan. That's pretty cool. So we get through the night, we get through the tournament and everything. And, uh, you know, just giving Chavo my thanks, you know, Tell him, thank you for coming up. Thank you uh, for everything. Have safe travels, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't planning on going to the after party at all. Uh, we get back and I see my family and they're like, hey, are we going to the after party? I was like, I guess, sure. I mean, I'm tired. I'm sore. I kind of want to just go home and sleep, but I guess we'll we'll go. Um, so we're going and, you know, we go to the bar. We have fun. We're having some drinks or whatever. And uh, so Chavo's getting ready to walk past me. And I just, you know, I took my moment just to say thank you again and, um, you know, showing my appreciation towards him. I said, Hey, by the way, I love your shirt. I'm a big Elvis fan. This is my dad right here. He's a big Elvis fan. And, uh, so they introduced themselves to each other. They started talking about, it. he's like, yeah, I have it on my motorcycle, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of just took a step back and I was like, my dad is talking to Chavo Guerrero, like not something that I ever would have imagined myself witnessing, you know, like willing, like just such a weird thing. Um, and so then fast forward, we get home and we were all kind of just like talking about the night as, as we usually do. And uh, so my sister was there also with her husband and my brother-in-law goes, yeah, I think that your mom invited one of the wrestlers into the, your hot tub. And I was like, what? I was like, which one? And my sister, <laughs> she's like, uh, the one that came out singing. And I was like, Paul London? I was like, my mom invited Paul London to the hot tub. Like, what, is, what was the context of the conversation? I forget what it was. But I was just like, if you would have told me that four years ago, like just just one of those moments where you're just, just on cloud nine from it, just absolutely surreal happening twice. Two things just uh, couldn't have been happier. I mean, it was just. I was just smiling from ear to ear when I when I heard that and when I when I witnessed all of it. So, Wait, did Paul London take the offer? Did you hang out in the hot tub with Paul London? Hey, I no, I didn't even know about it until I got home. But next time, oh. next time I see him, I'll be like, "Hey, man, whenever you want, whenever you want, let's do it." So, I'll give you. By the way, I'll give you your your Elvis uh, lore. The TCB with the with the lightning bolt taking care of business in a flash. Okay, fair, fair. There you go. Yeah, yeah I so we. Uh, I mean, like I said over here, um, my dad was always just like a really, really big Elvis fan. I grew up with this, so I listen to Elvis all the time. I love Elvis. Um, and so growing up, we would always listen to it. Like we would just hang out in the garage during the summers and just listen to it and talk or whatever, sit on the deck. And um, so I always like really loved it. And I knew that like it was kind of his thing. I just didn't know ever really know why. So thank you for that. Oh, my pleasure. Have you seen this new Elvis movie? I guess not new at this point. But... The one with um, – with what's his name? Austin Butler? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it like four times. 
Okay, so so you're a fan of it. Um, for the most part, I I liked it. I was not a fan of the modern music in it. I think right. they should have just kept it with the regular Elvis soundtrack and kept it that way. It was a different. It was different, um, and they took a risk. Uh, just not a risk that I enjoyed, which is fine. You know, it's a lot like wrestling. So different okay. flavors of ice cream, like everyone says. Now I'm going to ask, what, how do you feel about Elvis impersonators? Or is that something you're a fan of, or, or what? I've I've uh, I've never seen one in person. Um, it was that's actually funny. My my girlfriend's family had a big party with another family and they they had like a joint party wherever they do it every year and they had an elvis impersonator there and i guess they ran into some trouble with them so that was really my that's my only experience with it but i wasn't ever i wasn't even there um so i don't know impersonations are always weird if it's good then yeah do it but it's like it's never going to be the same you know so just depends we got to get you out to vegas uh for (laughs) well we'll we'll get a booking in vegas get you you know a wrestling show and then plenty of elvis impersonators yeah um how'd you get started at at aiw they're they're big i'm in ohio as well and they're mm-hmm. uh, to me top uh top organization in ohio and you're, you're young starting out your career but how, how'd you get started with aiw um so we just we found long story short we found the academy and started training there um i don't know if you guys i mean i'm sure you guys heard of chuck stone chuck stone was in the tournament this past weekend um me and chuck went to high school together so he was two years ahead of me. He graduated. Um, he was in college. I was getting ready to graduate. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to start finding schools. Um, we always talked about wrestling. And so we found a place when I was still a junior and lied about my age on it. So we went to a tryout. Um, it, was, it was fine. We got in the ring for the first time. It's still just one of, those, one of those moments that you'll never forget. You're just like, I'm in a wrestling ring. Like, just a really cool moment. Um, and then I was like, I have to graduate high school first. Like, I at least have to do that for myself. Um, <clears throat> so, in long story short, go and getting ready to graduate high school. I was originally planning to just go through college completely before I even started. And Chuck was like, hey, man, found this place called AIW. You want to go scout it? We're like, yeah, sure. So we went to a couple shows. We're like, this place is nuts. Like we we see like Jeff Jarrett, Raymond Rowe, like all these like stars, and uh, we were like, we have to go for this. We can't not take this opportunity. This place is insane. So we did it. And long story short, you know, here we are. So was uh, I'm reading that Dominic Arena was one of your trainers. That uh, is that true? So yeah. You two had a. a- banger of a match in 2021 it was a 20 minute time limit draw talk to me about that experience not only wrestling your trainer but wrestling at aiw a place that really you you're getting your start in mm-hmm. um yeah that that's one that uh that's one that i always love to look back on because it was just again one of those things where so we were still kind of in a tag team me and mikey and so getting to have like a showcase of a singles match like that was it was a huge opportunity and it was nerve wracking, but it was such a good experience to learn how to, how to, how to go that long and, you know, make it entertaining and make it, you know, you know, full. Um, I always tell the story, like I, I started, I started bleeding in that match because I got hit in the nose and it was the first time I started bleeding in a match. And I was like, dude, what is this? Um, so like, I'm like losing a ton of blood from my nose. Um, come down from a power bomb and I, I was just loopy and I, I smack my head, get turned around into submission 
and it was it was supposed to be this finish where like the bell's ringing and then then I start tapping right so it's it supposed to be this draw and I'm shoot passing out like I'm like dude oh my like I'm like passing out from like pain and like blood loss and I hear the bell and I'm like thank god I'm like holy shit but uh that that is one of the most fun matches I think that I've ever had just because it just the the story with it and you know the fact that it was a it was a time limit draw I mean uh, me and him always go back to that one. We're like, dude, like if that was in front of a crowd though, like dang. Cause it was one of those, one of those like COVID shows We're like, man, if that was in front of a crowd, I think it would have just absolutely crushed. So who, so you mentioned nearly shoot passing outs uh, against Dominic Garini. You've been in the ring with a few people who have hit pretty hard. Uh, Josh Bishop, he's, he's been on the show. And a lot of people mix stiffy out there. Yes. Uh, Tom Waller, who, who's hit you the hardest? um someone this weekend i don't know who but my jaw is sore man like i was trying to eat a granola bar before this and i like my like i couldn't like chew right like i'm like dude who hit me so so it was one of the people that i wrestled this weekend i just don't know who it was i don't know when it happened it was probably sam holloway dude he's freaking nuts but or mance warner maybe i don't know i mean it could have been any one of them but yeah, I was gonna put the blame on old man, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. Uh, listen, so you're 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 young in your career, and let's go back to 2021. Effie's big gay brunch. Mm-hmm. You were in Peros Twink Hunter tag team gauntlet with your tag team partner, of the Bitcoin Boys, uh, Mikey Montgomery. What? Talk to me from soup to nuts. Getting that particular booking, and then working a show like Effie's big gay brunch, which is like totally different from your right. traditional pro wrestling card. Yeah, that that was uh, that was definitely something different for me. Um, so funny story, my how do I? So my my sister's friend from high school lives down in Tampa, and so he just moved down there. And I I told him that I was coming down for a show. I was like, hey, come to the show, and he was like, sure. So he's there, and um, you know, he sees some of the stuff that's going on before, and he's like. This is this is interesting, man. This is interesting. I'm like, yeah, just give it a shot. Just give it a shot. <laughs> like it's it's definitely not your traditional wrestling show, but like it's it's entertaining as hell, you know. Um, and he sees it and he was like, dude, that was so much fun. And I was like, cool. Like you're you're not you're not sitting here and 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 judging me from it. Because some people will come to shows, just regular shows, even, and just be like, hey, like this is really weird. And you're like, yeah, I know, <laughs> but you love it, right? Um, and that was, that was something too, like, um, I don't know if this is bad to say, but so, so being in that backstage area, um, so like I'm, I'm straight, right? Like I, I, you know, and, and from what I heard when we were going through all that is, you know, it's, it's a show to showcase a lot of you know, these, these gay performers and the performers for the LGBTQ community and everything. And, you know, so I'm backstage and I'm like, man, like, I don't necessarily fit here. You know, I don't, I don't want to step on any toes and I don't want to be like taking spots away from some of those other people. Um, But, you know, Pero and Odinson were just, they were, they were really good too. I mean, they were, they were just so welcoming to all of us and, and so nice to all of us. And and they were giving, I mean, they, they were just really good guys. Um, and so that was, yeah, that was a fun experience. And just to be able to go down to Tampa for WrestleMania weekend. I mean, that's, um, that's a huge honor in my book. So. Effie in the, you know, big gay brunch is, uh, 
one, it, you know, you're straight, but it's including everybody. And that's the, the whole thing. We, uh, yeah. Effie has been on a few shows and the whole thing is just like, it's just a giant party. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Gay, straight, yeah. just everybody's just here to party. Right. And that was, that was like, well, you know, getting towards the end of the show, I was like, dude, this is just a, it's just a huge, it's a bash. Like it's, yeah. I mean, he, he, he named it the, the exact right way. And Effie's another one, man. Like every time I see him, he's just such a nice guy. He's so, he's so pleasant. Um, he just has such a presence about him. And, uh, you know, I always just, I just try to make it a point to just go up, give him a hug, just be like, Hey man, like, how you doing? Um, I haven't seen him in a, in a minute, but I, I love that guy. He's awesome. Uh, the pandemic when, you know, it was a, it was a tough time for everybody, but you just starting your wrestling career in like 2019. And then very shortly after you get hit with the, the pandemic, you have to kind of take time off. Cause I know AIW wasn't really running shows during that time. Um, how, just what was that like going from, okay, just kind of getting started, getting my feet wet and everything. And now we got to stop almost immediately. Yeah, that was, uh, I think it, it was hard on everyone for sure. Um, there was some positives in the fact that it got me in the gym. So that was cool. Um, I got so bored that I just started just doing curls and eventually just, you know, was able to beef up a little bit, which I think helped me overall. But um it was definitely mentally taxing because you're like, man, like I, I use wrestling as an outlet, you know, for creativity and for all this stuff. And, um, you know, if I'm stressed, I get to take out my stress or whatever. And, you know, so not having that for a while was, was definitely mentally taxing. And then you start thinking like my career just lost a whole year, like not even from something in your control. It's not like you got like injured or something or whatever. Like, it's just, just this crazy freak thing that happened. And, so going through that, then you start to, you're just like, I just need something. I need to do anything and everything that I, that I can to, to get there. So, you know, you see, you start taking some of these backyard bookings and, you know, these places that are just running in, in driveways just to get some, some reps in because you haven't gotten reps in how many months. And, uh, that was one of those things that kept us going at that point because, you know, we were traveling down to, up to Michigan and, you know, the Detroit area and everything, just doing all these backyard bookings. And that was really what got us our reps at that time to give us, you know, some sort of uh, learning experience to kind of bridge us to when we were getting out of the pandemic. So I'm um, just trying to stay busy at that time, you know? All right. We're going to do this uh, kind of hot one style. Explain that, Graham. I'm going to pull up a photo of you at a show last year. You were dressed up as John Cena, <laughs> doctor of thugonomics. First yeah. of all, we'll talk about your love of John Cena, but I also want to know as Halloween approaches this year, who do you want to dress up as this year for your big cosplay? Ooh. Um, I don't know. I haven't even thought about it yet. Are we talking like, like wrestling cosplay or just like in general? anyone you want it's, it's your listen it's your gimmick you can do as you want right wow man i don't know that's uh i haven't thought about it yet usually it just comes to me like the week of and then i have to scramble to find something like put something together um but yeah i don't know i uh huh that's interesting maybe i'll do elvis maybe i'll be an elvis impersonator this year there we go i'm into it on you know Try to break out some moves. I have no, I can't dance at all, but we could try. <laughs> Neither could Hockey Tonk, man. He made an entire yeah. career out of doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. yeah. So, what, but what about the John Cena attire? Like, what, what made you want to do that whole gimmick? Um, 
thinking back on it, what did I, what was I thinking? I think, uh, I think for that, that was right after I started doing like my version of the five knuckle shuffle. And then I wanted to wear my Trinity Jersey. That was my, that was my high school football Jersey. And then I was like, let's just go all out and just be John Cena. Let's just go for it. You know? Um, so I was like, all right, how can I do this? So I'm basic thugonomics, John Cena. So I got the Jersey, I have the shorts, I have the hat. And I was like, Oh, it'd be cool if I could do like the knuckle things. But I was like, how do you even do that? So I just cut pieces of cardboard up and then just wrap tape around it and just drew a bright future on it just to, and uh, it's one of those things where it's like, it's so stupid. Like, you know, like it's, it's not supposed to be a serious thing, you know? And um, so I thought it was pretty funny. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, some of my friends laughed at it, but I don't know. I thought it was cool. I liked it. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> very, very important John Cena related question. Will you ever be caught in the next man's sweater? <laughs> I saw that tweet from you. I saw that when you messaged me. I, I went back and I saw Oh, that's not good. Oh, no. Please don't check my time. <laughs> Dude, I was like, that is hilarious. That is hilarious. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I can be right. I, you know, I don't think I ever will be. Oh, my last one. Oh man. Uh, my last one for you, Eric, be, being from Ohio myself, I, I moved here. Um, not against my will, but you know, it's, it's Ohio. A lot of people have a lot of bad things to say about Ohio. Sometimes myself included say something nice about Ohio. Where's like a nice spot to visit. Uh, just something good about Ohio. Um, something good about Ohio. I think that our summers can compete with any summer in the country. Um, I think that, I think, uh, Cleveland is very, very underrated. I think that the flats have, have been, uh, renovated a ton. Um, being in the downtown area is beautiful. Um, I love Ohio. I friggin' love it. I mean, I, I don't want to, I don't want to leave it. Um, I think that there's there's a lot of play, dude. If you go to like the Solstice Steps in Lakewood, that's beautiful. I mean, there's a ton of beautiful spots to go. So I don't know. People give Ohio a lot of crap, but it's better than like Pittsburgh. So <laughs> it's, 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 now we're gonna get a Pittsburgh war. I appreciate that. Yeah, good. We played the Steelers tonight, man. So I gotta. That is true. That is true. See, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Panthers fan. Moved from North Carolina, so my team's playing tonight at like seven, and yeah. then the the wife yeah. is from Ohio, and she's a Browns fan, so she's playing at eight. So there you go. You guys football. get the, the full double header. Sam yeah. Holloway is a Panthers fan too. I was making fun of him. I mean, that's fair. There's not a whole lot of celebrating going on in in Panthers land right now. Yeah. So I think Bryce Young's gonna be good though. Hopefully, hopefully. The first game was a eh, tough one. Tough one. Yeah. One game, one game. One game is a rookie. We'll He's see. a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm a Canadian, so I have no dog in the fights. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> and who cares about Canadian football? No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Eric, Eric, you. Oh, go ahead, Joel. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, thank you for joining us. And, and I feel like next time we have you, I'm going to be asking you a bunch of Beatles questions because uh, that, that's, that's high on my list. But I know we, we only have so much time with you and we want to be respectful of that. So uh, thank you, Eric Taylor, the AIW JT Lightning Tournament, Invit Invitational Tournament winner. It's more than a mouthful to say. Uh, congratulations once again. Thank you so much. We're looking forward to watching you bloom and blossom into this fantastic wrestler you've become. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, let everybody know where they can find you at as well, yep. Eric. So uh, kind of really, – oh, other side. Right here at Future2Bright on Twitter and Instagram. And then if you guys feel so inclined to buy some merch, you want to buy a T-shirt, buy a hoodie, buy a hat, 
Um, it's going to be futuretubright.bigcartel.com. So you can find me all three of those places and TikTok too. If you want to follow me on TikTok, same there place. You go. There it there is. You go. Thank you, Eric. Thank Thanks you for joining very us. much.